Welcome to your Lot and Parcel podcast. Our mission is to emphasize the importance of preserving historic landmarks for future generations, mental health, physical well-being, and a safe family home environment. We value your monetary support. Here's your host, Benjamin F. Diaz. Thank you for joining me. Did you know there are about 50 million self-employed individuals in this country? And this creates a real need for someone like my guest to secure mortgage loans for those that are not in the mainstream, economically speaking. My guest has been doing real estate loans since 2005 and specializes in serving the business owner, artist, and self-employed professionals. I myself have been involved in the real estate industry for at least 40 years, and I can tell you right now that my guest is well-seasoned in his field of discipline. Let's invite him to our show now. Out of Irvine, California, and the founder of Prosperity Lending, here he is, Alejandro Sita. There are many challenges when you are self-employed, especially when you want to obtain a mortgage, but it doesn't have to be that difficult. And I'm glad to have Alejandro on the show today with us to explain that it doesn't be doesn't have to be difficult whatsoever. So before we get into our discussion, Alejandro, tell us about yourself and and your field of discipline, if you would. Benjamin, thank you. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, thank you for giving me a voice to your audience. Mm-hmm. I come from Chile, from the country of Chile, and my field of expertise is mortgages. Mortgages, but from a financial planning point of view. I have been in finances for many years, like 40 plus years, mm. doing different things. Uh, in real estate, I have been a listing agent, commercial, residential. I have uh, re- 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 worked with buyers in, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with them. I have worked for uh, syndication funds that raise money for real estate projects. Okay. But I decided to concentrate in lending because lending is my niche. There you go. So I've been around this field for a long time. Hmm. Well, that's uh, that's good to know. Uh, I'm sure you know as time goes on, we do pick up uh, every, and I know every mortgage like like myself, and we're both in pretty much in the same industry here. And uh, every every applicant is just a little different, you know. Yes. So, so let me ask you, uh, Alejandro, uh, how difficult is it to get a mortgage uh, when you are self-employed? If you just pick up the phone, contact a mortgage broker for the first time to buy a house that you feel in love with, Mm -hmm. it will be a very difficult process. It will be a very difficult process because the mortgage industry is geared to a specific type of loan. And this is the specific type of loan that is advertised, that you see on the websites, that you see quotes for, that you see people on the radio talking about. But it's important to understand that this is a very specialized type of mortgage, which is actually, I would say, a special case of a loan that has, be, that has been publicized as being the only loan. Mm. And that is the loan to the W-2 employee. Yes. The W-2 employee is a very special kind of borrower uh, that is actually very different from most loans. But the lending industry has focused only on that person. So 
to the point that 90 or more percent of the loans are made for that person. So if you're mm -hmm. not that person, it's going to be very difficult. Mm -hmm. Not because you, you can't, not because you cannot do it. It's only because the industry is not geared for you. Yes. I agree with you. I agree with you. You know, but um, like yourself, uh, I'm also self-employed. And, uh, you know, uh, W-2 uh, wage earner is fine. But, you know, when you lose your job, the income becomes zero. Yes. But uh, self-employed, the, uh, the perception is, well, I don't know if I want to do that. But you see, it's more sustainable. It's all up to you what you're able to do as a self-employed individual as far as bringing in some income so all my adult life i've been self-employed alejandro and um i, I wouldn't uh, uh changed it at all that looking back and i'm in my mid-60s already alejandro so <laughs> i i don't have any regrets so it let me ask the, you it's uh, the same with me same yeah, with yeah, me go. exactly so what are what are the most essential elements then to qualify for mortgage i would say is the income yes. uh a, a mortgage is basically you're leveraging your income for a payment. Mm -hmm. So before even worrying about your credit or anything, a, you have to have an income that would allow you to support a mortgage. Case in point, if you're renting and you have been renting for two, three or four years, you should be able to get a mortgage. You should be able to get a mortgage for something very similar to what you're renting right now, maybe a little mm -hmm. bit more, because in, in Southern California and in California, mm -hmm. it's an exception in the sense that home prices are so high. Yes. But I would say as a rule of thumb, if you're paying between two to $3,000 a month right now in rent, you should be able to get rule of thumb between a $400,000 to a $500,000 home that you can buy. Sure, exactly, no, I agree with you. And income is very important, but you know when you're self-employed, of course you got to provide your profit and loss. Uh, you always look not at the gross, but at the net uh, income. This is after expenses of your uh, your what you do, whatever the discipline is, and uh, they go by that, you know. But uh, uh, like myself and many others, uh, you know, they tend to write off everything. And like I mentioned earlier, if I could write off my shoelaces, I would to save on paying taxes, you know. So that's, that, that uh, is really a two-edged sword, you know. You save money uh, in paying taxes, but then it's hard to qualify for a mortgage. Um, what, would you, what would you say to someone like that? I would say that the good news about that is even though the, the industry is geared to, towards the W-2 employee, yes. there are like eight other methods of qualifying in addition to tax returns yes. that a self-employed person can do, you know. Sure. If you have a flow of income, uh, even though on your taxes you're not making any money, you can still qualify using that cash flow with bank statements. Mm -hmm. If you don't have a bank statements, because one thing that you mentioned at the beginning of the interview was what happened to the person that is in between. Actually, I have a borrower right now that we are helping him buy a home and mm -hmm. he's in between. Let me explain what I mean by that. He, he was a W-2 employee for a company for 14 years. He's, a, he's an asset manager, so he makes big money. He decided to become independent, so he took that decision of March of this year. So as of March of this year, and now we are in September, 
he decided to become a 1099 employee for the same company, making the same money, actually a little bit more. Same job, same company, a little bit more income. He came to me and he didn't qualify for anything. He has mm -hmm. the down payment, he has mm -hmm. the income. So how come he doesn't qualify? It's because mortgages, and this is why they are frustrating, especially for self-employed individuals, Mortgages are a collection of rules. About 50 or more percent of the mortgage is just rules. Yes. Some of those rules, sometimes they, they actually, they actually counter, counter collide with each other and they are counterproductive. And you have a rule that says do this, a rule that says do that, and they both collide. Absolutely. So what we did is there is, so he doesn't qualify because he's not an employee anymore. And you have to be self-employed for at least two years. And since he became self-employed in March till now, it's only a few months. Correct. We found a loan program. It's called. It's 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 a community. It's a community mortgage. Community mortgages are very very difficult to get because the lender has to be certified by the U.S. Treasury Department. Mm -hmm. And there are only a few lenders in the country that that can do this. But we find found the one in Newport Beach that can do this. Mm -hmm. So to make a long story short, the self-employed person who is technically unbankable, even though he's relatively wealthy, and who doesn't qualify for anything, now he qualifies for this beautiful mortgage where all he has to do is show a sizable down payment, 20% or more, ideally 25% or more, mm -hmm. and a credit score of at least 700. Mm -hmm. And then no questions asked about on the income side, because it's a community mortgage. But for other people that are self-employed, what I see that mostly most of our clients, especially business people that have a business that have cash flow, they qualify using bank statements. And when I say bank statements, it could be personal bank statements, it could be business bank statements, or it could be both, because some people channel their income on their personal bank, bank statements. But bank statements is not all. Mm -hmm. Depending on your business, depending on what you do for a living, like we had an artist who had very irregular income flows mm -hmm. but he had a very healthy account balance actually he wanted to buy a condo in los angeles and he already had all of the money for the property in sitting in his checking account and you may wonder wow if he has all the money sitting in his checking account how come he cannot qualify for a mortgage but the answer is remember that a mortgage is leveraging your income mm -hmm. since his income is irregular then we cannot use the income because the income will not qualify per the rules of the mortgage. Exactly. However, we can leverage the asset, making into an income. Theoretically, there is a formula that allows you to do that. It's one of the rules that allows you to do that. Mm -hmm. And then we were able to get him a mortgage. So there are like seven to eight methods like that, in addition to tax returns, to get someone qualified. Mm -hmm. But the key is that you have to have a profession, job, or activity, or business that does make some money. Yeah. Or, or even if it's irregular, even let's say, let's say it's a seasonal activity. Let's say you're a fisherman in, in, in Alaska, another, one, another client that came to us, although we're not licensed in Alaska, so we just consulted him. Mm -hmm. And all his income is made seasonally. There are only two to three months where you get all your income. And the rest of the year, you don't have any income. Right. That is still okay. But there has to be income. Because if there is no income, mm -hmm. even if it's irregular, then we cannot do the loan. Exactly. So what they do is you average it over the year. 
yes. whatever whatever months of uh, activity he had. So yeah, there's just different ways. Sometimes we we get stuck in a in a in a, in a rut, you know, just how mortgages do things. But you know, uh, to me, I'll tell you what, a, a rut. It's only just a couple, a few feet away from a grave, you know. We don't do that, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, we, we got to be creative, and uh, so that that's the that's where you come in, you see. And um, I, I have worked with self-employed individuals, you know. And there's there's other things you can look at in their profit and loss statements. You can add back the depreciation or one-time costs uh, that they uh, the expenditures, you know, that they will not do again. Uh, back into the income so there's different little things like that you know that uh, yes. will increase the income so that's why it takes professionals like you to look at look at the whole picture see and see what uh, route we're going to take and uh, make the thing happen for the uh, for the customer and uh, you mentioned that uh, at least 700 uh, score uh, mid score well or, in, the, in the case of that particular uh, in the case of that particular program but yeah. usually usually if you have at least 660, right. we can work. Now, <laughs> even if you don't have 660, even though we're not a credit repair company, we don't uh, we, are, we do not advertise ourselves as a credit repair company and we don't charge for that as part mm. of our services, especially for self-employed people, yes. we, we, we routinely work with credit issues and we routinely get between 50 to 100 points more. So, if you come to us and you are a 640 or 620, chances are we can get you to 660 quickly. Ideally, depends also on the amount. The, right. the more expensive the loan is, the more we need to raise your score. Like I give you an example. If you're trying to buy a $3 million home, right. until you get 700, we won't do anything. So I just help you until we get 700, because if not, it's going to become prohibitively expensive. Mm -hmm. If you want to buy a $1 million home, We'll work with you until you hit 680. Why? Not because you cannot get it for less. You can, but you're going to be spending a fortune. If you want to buy a condo or a home that is 500,000, we'll try to get you to 660, 661 actually, because then you start to see rates decrease. We'll still try to get you to 680 because pretty much from 680 and above, you start to see reasonable rates. From 620 to 640, you're going to be paying a fortune. From 640 to 660, you're going to be paying maybe less. From 660 to 680, less. Mm -hmm. And once you hit 680, now you start to be treated decently by the lenders. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And of course, you always look at the mid score, you know, because yes. you, 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 uh, you pull in the old three bureaus and it's always the mid score. So yes. yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's great. Are, are you able to kind of just, um, uh, how would you say, play with the scores? If you, let's say we can pay this off or. Oh yeah. Yeah. We do that all the time. Uh, uh -huh. When we pull the score, uh, the company that we use, the, 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 the credit provider has different like uh, simulations. What, what if scenarios? Exactly. Yeah. They also have another AI tool, a artificial intelligence tool that we can press a couple of buttons and it will rearrange everything and tell us what is the optimal combination. But when the artificial intelligence tool hits a limit, this is when we switch to the what if simulation and we can go manually trade by trade, bureau by bureau and start like twist, uh, um, changing things, playing with the numbers a little here, a little there until we manually 
configure exactly what you have to pay. Sometimes it's not just a question of paying. Sometimes you need to go and get a couple of credit cards, you know, and we have sure. two cre credit unions that we send you to to get those wonderful credit cards. So mm -hmm. it, it takes a little bit of work. It takes a little bit of patience, but most people, I would say within two to three months, can see a substantial increase on the credit on their credit. And then we also teach them, you know, why it is like this, because credit is not what people think. Credit doesn't measure success, doesn't measure uh, your your business savviness or anything like that. Credit, credit mm -hmm. scores are just a very narrow debt management uh, scoring invented by people mm -hmm. with their own personal opinion of how you should manage your debt. That's that's really <laughs> what it is. Yeah, it's, it's arbitrary. People, it's yeah. people who wanted to make money on you mm -hmm. and they had a certain a certain um, a arbitrary thinking on what a good quote unquote good a debt manager would do and mm -hmm. they apply that criteria to you and if yeah. you do that they make money and they reward you by higher with a higher score yes absolutely yeah yeah it's funny how it works but that's uh that's the real world today you know yeah. i mean a, a guy can get a loan just based on his credit score you know I, i've dealt with individuals you know with over 800 uh, credit scores so oh everybody just falling down these lenders you know i want to give you some money here you know <laughs> that can't say it or do enough you know but uh oh yeah you, you got you do have to guard your your scores especially if you're in business on your own because it is a lifeline and um that'll keep you going keep you moving forward You are listening to your Lot and Parcel podcast. Please tell a friend and support the educational program by leaving us a rating or review. We thank you in advance. My guests and I, we are talking shop today in regard to securing mortgage loans for the entrepreneur, which does not have to be difficult whatsoever, providing you have someone to guide you through the process. And this is where a professional is needed. Incidentally, my guest offers free consultation and is licensed in other states other than in California. So reach out to him if you have a question, and you will find that link in the show notes. So here he is again, the founder of Prosperity Lending, Alejandro Sita. But Alejandro, what if I have uh, been... Uh, Self-employed, he mentioned the, the, the first scenario there uh, that he didn't have quite two years. Uh, any Anything else you might say on that, on being not being self-employed uh, for more than two years? Yes. One thing I want to mention is this. Yes. Usually you see advertisements like, oh, put only three and a half percent down the FHA loan. Mm -hmm. Oh, do this, do that. Uh, it's important to understand that everything has a has a counterbalance. Like I give you an example. If you're going to have, if you're going to apply or if we're going to find you a mortgage program where you don't have to show income, it means you don't have to show income because you have other compensating factors. In this case, the compensating factor will be a strong down payment and it will be a credit score or of around 700. So one thing for another, if you put a low down payment, this means your rate is going to be high and your payment is going to be high. Your mortgage insurance is going to be high. So all of these things have to be in balance, you know, down payment, credit, rate, 
income, debts, all of those have a delicate balance in between. <clears throat> if you say, well, I don't have any debts, that's a plus. If you have too many debts, that's a minus. But for every plus, there is a minus. For every, from every minus, there is a plus. Right. So all of these programs are tailor-made, but in order to get them or in order to qualify for them, <clears throat> you need to have a, a compensating factor. I'll tell you something. Most of our clients uh, come to us not because they don't have any money, not because they don't have the down payment. They usually come to us because other lenders don't invest the necessary time to make them ready to qualify for a mortgage. Most of our clients do have the money, they do have successful businesses. And this looks like a contradiction because if you have a successful business and you have the money, how mm -hmm. come you cannot get a mortgage? Mm -hmm. And that's precisely what happens. And that is precisely why we exist. Because we take those factors, we rearrange them in a way that the lender likes. Yes, very good. And I also seen, uh, just to uh, add uh, also that, let's say you have less than two years uh, of being self-employed. However, the lender will look to see what, we, what you were doing previous to that, if it's the same field of work. You see, that's, that's, I, I, that's a plus for you. Because you yes. already have the experience, you say. So sometimes uh, you can get along for, if you've been self-employed for a year, six months, but you see you have some history of doing the same thing, you see. So that, that, that helps out. And by the way, it doesn't preclude us to get a get someone with a W-2 to come in and qualify with us as well, right? That is correct. You 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 don't have to do this by yourself. If you exactly. have like a like, 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 like spouse <clears throat> and the right. spouse is on a W-2 income, we can count her income. We can use his or her income in order to qualify. Exactly. No, that's just, um, it's just that sometimes, you know, uh, folks out there, they get stuck on a, a certain, uh, you know, uh, uh, thought, you know, and they just think, well, I can't do this. So, no, no, there's, there's all kinds of ways to do it. Uh, is it possible to qualify uh, for a loan without tax returns? Yes. That's what we do all the time. I mean, we, we occasionally get the W-2 employee, and that's great because our record is is closing a loan in 11 business days, but that was only with the W-2 employee. So mm -hmm. we service the W-2 employee, but our niche, our specialty, are business owners that cannot use their tax returns to qualify. Mm -hmm. Very good. So, of course, there's programs out there, products that... Uh you can show uh, well, four months, maybe 24 months of bank statements, you know. Uh, yeah, we, we can go with as little with as little as 12 months, 12 months uh, with yeah. bank statements. Yeah, so that's uh, that's very helpful. So uh, I know um, the self-employed, the lending industry for the self-employed is just, uh, it's well, it's just that, uh, an industry all onto itself because there are so many, so many demands from self, being self-employed, you know, versus the W-2, but... It is possible. It is conceivable to get a get, get a loan as well. You do commercial loans too, Alejandro. We do uh, uh, we do small ba balance uh, commercial loans, meaning okay. loans between three hundred and five hundred and five million on okay. the commercial side. But we don't do the full fledged uh, uh, commercial loans. The, these are small balance commercial, meaning that they they are commercial loans, but they are not the full fledged ones. Okay. Very good. All right. 
So someone may be listening and thinking that, uh, well, I'm self-employed. I'm not sure if I have enough down payment. What, what would you say to someone that's thinking about that? Well, <clears throat> even though you can have a, for a conventional loan as little as 5% down, yeah. and you can get a loan with 5% down, sure. as a rule of thumb, as a rule of thumb, I would say, think about 10% down. Once you get to 10% down, the road becomes a lot easier. Now, having said that, we can get you qualified with 5% down and an FHA loan would allow you to go to three and a half. Mm -hmm. But like I said, once you start getting to, 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 uh, to the limit of the guideline, you start getting some trade-offs, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of higher price, higher rates, high, higher closing costs. So I would say to be conservative, to get the best of both worlds in terms of rates and everything else and closing costs, I would say factor in about 10% for your down payment. Now, 10% for what I would say a regular house. If you are going to buy a luxury property or a multi-million dollar property, the rules completely change. Right. On a more on a multi-million dollar property, you need to begin at 20% down. And mm -hmm. it's from that point on. If you're going to buy a $5 million home, you need to put 35% down. If you're going to buy a $10 million home, you need to put 50% down. So you see how it changes. Right. But but for most homes in Southern California, because in San Francisco, they're even more expensive. But for most homes in Southern California, if you think about 10% down, you'll be on the safe, on the safe side. Mm -hmm. Very good. So, of course, it's always commensurate to the risk, you know, so they look at, the, like you indicated, the, the, the scale of the values of the property you're looking at, uh, the income and credit. So it's it's a commensurate to the risk, the lender's risk, to see what they're able to do for you. Yeah, also, if you are within, within the limits, you know, the actual the actual conventional mm -hmm. limit was raised to 715000 Yes. And the high balance limit, I believe it was 970 is going to go higher. So... If you are within those limits, then there is a, your loan is not going to be that expensive. Yeah, very good. Okay. I know uh, we're talking, you know, nuts and bolts, you know, but I, I want to encourage my audience, if they have any questions, to reach out to you and and, uh, and sit down and, and see what might be the best uh, avenue to take on this. But let's say, uh, uh, what if I just don't qualify for a mortgage at the moment? What can you do for me? Uh, we put you on a on a roadmap to qualifying. Mm -hmm. um, I've never seen anyone taking more than a year. Let's say that there, there is no way you can qualify. You don't have the down payment. You don't have the credit. Um, we help you. We, we give you a roadmap, a detailed roadmap for you of what you need to do in order to get to the credit that you want and then narrow down on your down payment but the way we begin you know we're a little bit unconventional mm -hmm. uh, we don't focus so much on the numbers believe it or not we focus on your goal we've seen this over and over and over again we work with you or we work with the person until we really narrow down on the goal let's say his goal is a particular home in a particular neighborhood then we send them to zillow to look at it we send them to open houses. You will go, hold on a second. He's not even qualified. You're sending him to houses. The answer is yes. And I will tell you why. Because when you focus on your goal, 
when you can see your goal, when you can touch your goal, believe it or not, I call it the universe, everything around us bends and gives you what you need. Mm -hmm. So once we get your goal, once you focus on your goal, we tell you, you know, this is how much you need, the payment, the blah, the blah. But it's more of a roadmap to zero in on your goal, because as you zero in on your goal, everything around you, this is like magic, starts to happen in such a way that as time goes by and as you're focusing on your goal, in a few months, you boom, you qualify. Good. Good deal. You know, um, many along the way, I've met uh, many entrepreneurial uh, spirited uh, men and women. And uh, I admire people like that. Maybe because I'm biased. I don't know. I am. That's okay, I guess. But I, I enjoy people coming up with some great ideas and not only decide to do something, but they execute it. That's where it's at. You execute what you want to do and follow through. And uh, hey, uh, you know, three, five years later, uh, uh, you're doing just well. A lot of cash flow and you're taking care of your family, number one. So uh, I admire that. So many are self-employed today, uh, Alejandro, and some may have some side uh, hustles, you know. What, what would you say to someone that, that is to encourage them that may be contemplating and maybe thinking, well, I, I don't know, they have a big old question mark on top of their head whether they can qualify or not. What would you say to someone like that? I would say that, that it's like anything in life. <clears throat> when you focus on your goal, and when you focus on your niche that you like, that you're good at, everything else starts to align in your life and qualifying mm -hmm. is part of it. If you have a hustle, like you said, and it's starting to work, this is what I've noticed with my clients and with myself. Once you find your niche, it starts to work. You don't have to put a lot of effort. I know you have to work. I'm not saying that you don't have to work, but this is what I mean. Sometimes you undertake a project or, or let's say work and it's really hard. You work, you work, you put your best and it's like, it's like, like really pulling teeth. Okay. Mm -hmm. At other times when you find your niche, you put the same quantity of work, but instead of pulling teeth, things work, things happen. People call you, people buy, ideas come to mind, people come to you. And that's what I mean. I mean, Try, you know, I, I, when, I, when I began in real estate back in 2005, I had to try many, many things and do, you know, for 10 years I worked for my broker who was my mentor. Mm -hmm. I was, I say jokingly, I was his quote unquote slave because I did all the dirty work for him, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't make much money, I paid my bills and I just survived, but I just did it for 10 years. So I tried every single angle, angle of real estate that mm -hmm. I could to see which is the one that I could do well mm -hmm. until I found lending. And it's the same for everything. So if you have a side job or a hustle, find the thing that if you put work, for some reason you get, you get stuff out of it. You start to get results out of it. And then focus on that and don't be afraid. Just go into it because qualifying is just an aspect of your life. Sure. If your life is going sort of okay, you will qualify. If you have a lot of issues in your life, you will not qualify. Exactly. You see, I'm not even talking about money. Yeah. I'm talking about your life has to have a certain degree of order, has to have a certain degree of direction. Mm -hmm. 
because that influences whether or not you can qualify. It's not just a matter of numbers. It's not just a matter of income or credit, because if your life is sort of okay, it's sort of going, I mean, we all have issues, you know, but if on the whole, you are doing sort of okay, and it's sort of like, all right, the credit, the income, the down payment, the ratios, all of that technical stuff, we can sort it out in a couple of months. That's not mm -hmm. a problem. Mm -hmm. But if you have a lot of issues in your life, you don't have a focus, you don't have a niche, you don't know what to do, you, you're pulling teeth, it, it's a waste of time to work on the ratios and the credit and the this and the that, because even if we do put that in the balance that it should be, it will very promptly fall apart. Yeah, yeah. And then I, you're going to find yourself with a house that you can't pay, and exactly. there's nothing worse than that. Exactly, yeah. No, I agree with you. I, I, I mean, wholeheartedly, I agree with you because you do have to have focus. You have to have direction. In fact, it reminds me just yesterday, I was talking to a good friend of mine. He's a contractor, a tile contractor. And um, I asked him, do you like your job? Do you like what you do? He says, no, I don't. I love what I do, he says to me. And, and that's what you want to do, you know, is love the work. And that will reflect in the quality of your work. And uh, and that'll what that is what will keep you moving forward. And this guy, this guy that I'm telling you about, he's a, he, he's a master worker. I mean, he has people waiting for him, oh, probably over a year now, just to do, uh, just wait for him. They're just waiting for him to do the job. <laughs> he has quite quite a, quite a great reputation, you know. So yeah, you got to find what you say the the niche and what your your interests are, and and hone, make it make it better and better. And the, the, the word of mouth will help you out, you see. Yes. In fact, I've done some advertising, uh, all kinds of advertising, radio, newspapers, magazines. I've never done television, but, uh, but the word of mouth, that is the best advertisement a guy can have if you are in business for yourself, I'm telling you. Yes. So, uh, yeah, just, uh, just uh, work on getting things better and have, like you said, the focus. Um, Alejandro, um, how can my audience uh, contact you to, to learn more of what their options might be for acquiring a loan? The best way is going to our website, which is www.prosperity, like something prosperous, yeah. prosperitylending.us. So that's www.prosperitylending.us. Or send me an email. You can send me an email at info at prosperitylending.us. Very good. Very good. Would well, you have a phone number? Yes. Okay. 310-294-9417. That's 310-294-9417. Very good. And you're out of Irvine, California, right? That is correct. You said you're not licensed in Alaska. Where are you licensed at? We are licensed in Florida. In, yeah. in 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 this state in in California, California of course, yeah. and we are very soon going to be licensed in a bunch of southern states like Georgia, Alabama, and Tennessee as well. There you go. Wow. Hey, yeah. Keep moving forward, huh, Alejandro? Yeah. Thank you. That's very good. Well, you've been very gracious to be on the show with us today, and I think what you had to say has been productive and very informative for those that may be contemplating a loan for a mortgage or commercial. And I want to thank you for coming on your lot and parcel show. And I wish you the very best, Alejandro. Thank you, Benjamin. Thank you for having me in your show. And it was a pleasure talking to you.
Thank you for listening. The theme music has been provided by Echo Foxtone. All the opinions expressed in the podcast are opinions only and should not be relied on. We hope you will join us in supporting home and family through your monetary funding. For more information, please visit yourlotandparcel.org.